Happy New Year, Junior Senior Two Views is back on in the New Year, episode one twenty five is ready to go. Twenty twenty three is here, and so are we. Welcome back to another episode of Junior Senior Two Views, and finally, belatedly, wonderfully, and joyfully for Denver, uh, Denver Broncos fans, almost said Denver Nuggets fans, Denver Broncos fans, Nathaniel Hackett. Hack is fired. The hack was hacked. I mean, with like a couple games left to go in the season. So you would have thought after this dumpster fire that it would have just stayed hung on with I've him been a calling, longer. I've been calling for this dude's head since week one. And it, you can't tell me it's not justified. <laughs> His play calling has been absolutely awful. His game management was even worse off. And the fact that he cannot control that locker room just shows how incompetent this guy was as head coach. So... A microcosm of that was obviously um, in the previous game, not this game in Kansas City, which actually played very spirited, by the way, Mm -hmm. and almost beat Kansas City. But the week before, they were playing, I believe they were playing the Rams. Uh, Yeah, they were. They were. And there was was video of of, uh, one of the quarterbacks, not Russell West, not Wilson. It was Rippon, quarterback. Rippon, yeah. Rippon getting into it with one of the offensive linemen. I don't know. I mean, I suppose it's easy to say that They're, the team's not very good. So I think there's a lot of there was a lot of expectation by on trading paper, for Russell, on, Russell on Wilson, paper, that's and it a, hasn't really worked out. On paper, I saw this team doing well. Well, everybody like, saw that when they made the trade. You have a so. you, you had a defense that was elite, a secondary that was definitely elite, so a wide receiver core that had upside and could uh, develop okay. with a good quarterback and an offensive line that was pr- improving. Okay, so who's next? Um, the question is, who's the next coach that gets fired now? Next, it's not going to be it's, it's Eberflus. No, it's not going to be Eberflus. Really? It's not going to be Eberflus. Really? I thought you'd be calling for him to get fired. Honestly, I don't think Eberflus has done a bad job. Like the curse of Matt Nagy. No, I, I don't think Eberflus has done a bad job. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've liked what I've seen with Eberflus, honestly. Wow. Like, his, um, you Justin, get... Justin Fields has looked decent. <laughs> he gets I, a gold standard, then. He's safe. He's safe. It's more or less... On Ryan Poles to fix what's going on here. He's safe. I no, I think Poles and, Poles and Everflus are good. Okay, so what I about the, what about Lovey? Because Texans, uh, stink. no, Lovey, Lovey's not. They stink gonna, anyway. So Lo- he keep Lovey's his job, a rebuilding. They're the Texans are a rebuilding team. I'm just picking Lovey, the bad Lovey, teams. Lovey's going to stick around there. He's a placeholder. That's what he is. They're not going to do. They're not going to do what they did with Brian Gay. How about a fly? Um, how about a fly in the ointment? How about Mike then, Vrabel if? Tennessee would, does not make the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised. Vrabel's been on the hot seat for a couple of years now. Um, I like him as a coach, but his decisions are baffling at times. Uh, it's not going to be McDaniel's because the Raiders are too poor. Okay. Um, and but I would, I honestly could see Vrabel going if the Titans fail to make the playoffs. Okay, so moving on, this is a question yep. for you: How bad are things for the Titans? Clearly, this is a big weekend. Oh, for them. it's really bad. Like. Like, who knew that trading away one of the best receivers in the game would hamper the offense even more than it was? Not even that cost the general manager. You got fired. Yeah, good. Yeah. See ya. So. Because they didn't want to give A.J. AJ Brown what he wanted. Like, they they offered him a lot, but they didn't want to. And there was something in the upfront cost that they didn't want to pay. Hmm. But I think it doesn't. I think it runs a bit deeper than just Vrabel. I think Todd Downing's play calling over the past year has been awful. I think what really indicated it to me was last year, last January, in the AFC divisional game against Cincinnati, mm-hmm. his play calling was awful, and well, that's were, what lost well, him the game. For a couple of things. He replaced Arthur Smith, who moved on to the Falcons. Yeah, and Arthur yeah. Smith had a really 
really good offensive game plan. That was centered around Derrick Henry, right. but he's, so, been, he's been banged up over the past two seasons. So a couple things to identify here going into this weekend. Uh, one is, this is for the championship in Jacksonville. Yeah. Now tell me that's not surprising. Yeah. Like fans in Jacksonville didn't think that was possible. And, and ja- now, and Jackson- potentially could win the whole... Jacksonville Could win, a, win and, and then host the playoff game. Jacksonville has um, a lot of motivation as well, uh, considering uh, Uchi Nwari... Uh, their former offensive lineman tragically passed away yep. uh, today. He was 38 from a su- suspected heart attack. Rest in peace. He was one of the guys I watched on YouTube. Amazing creator. Uh, just an even better person. A good offensive lineman. Rest yep. in peace. Uh, peace to his family. Um, so they're going to have a bit more motivation going into this into this game to win out the division. All right. We'll see what happens. Yep. All right. Uh, question for me. Uh, the one NFL team that has surprised you. Okay, so I'm gonna. I, I'm, I'm gonna, outside of the obvious. So no, I'm gonna. I'm. This is the team that really, really surprised me, and they're almost in. Um, I will be presented with the largest plate of crow, mm-hmm. and we'll eat it without utensils. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, wow. I'm gonna say because I buried them ages ago. I buried them. Everyone buried them. I buried them. I said that, what I also say, I said that Mike Tomlin could have a losing season. He's never had one and could potentially be fired. And I was wrong all over the place. So I'm happy to, I'm that surprised I'm me. not happy to be wrong about the Steelers. They need a deep clean. Oh, that well, team is mediocrity defined. Well, I don't care that they that they pulled off an okay win against against a division rival. I mean, Kenny Pickett looks good. I like his his promise. Okay. I love Najee. Yep. But that offensive line is still bad. Okay. Their defense turns on and off like a light during an ice storm. Okay. So what's what's your team that you're that is not the obvious? I had the Giants going three and fourteen. I was not yeah, optimistic. I look, that's but I had, obvious to you. I well, not not really because I had I had them going nowhere this year. I had them going three and fourteen. That's how low I was on them this year, even as a fan. And they've really surprised me. Like, their coaching staff looks solid. Like, really solid. And they're building a culture. Um, I love what Wink Martindale's doing with this defense. They're playing chaos ball. Okay. Um, I love Dable, obviously. I don't love how it came about, but I love his coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, Shane's done a really good job building this team. Okay. There is still holes they need to patch of up. Of course, there's plenty of holes. There's I lots think, of holes. But I feel like this. But I feel like this coaching staff and management knows what they have to do. All right, and they'll do it. All right, next week seventeen re- yeah. recap. This is the penultimate week. Yes, uh, we just mentioned the Giants, and the Giants had to beat the Colts, and they destroyed them. Yeah, um, so they're I, in the playoffs. So they're in the playoffs. So they, you know, the Giants the first time <laughs> in six years. So you know, if you think about. The, the history. Think First about, time since that infamous boat party. Yeah, think about, but just think about a few things. You know, we had to go through, you know, people forget Ben McAdoo did one season oh, of horror. Oh, Lord. He did damage. Oh, and then Lord. you had Joe Judge. And so we've come through the other side. Um, they I had think Pat Shermer, though. Pat Shermer in between. between. That was bad. That was two seasons of bad as well. So there's been a, 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 look, I will say this, and I'm a very, you know, tempered giant fan. Uh, getting the playoffs is fine. It's going to be hard. The Giants have been doing it all season with smoke and mirrors. I've been saying that. Uh, Daniel Jones is, I believe, is going to get his contract because I think he plays in, in a system that works for him. Uh, Dable's got him running. I, I cringe when he runs. I hurt, you know, he's going to get hurt. Maybe, well, maybe I not. Feel, I so feel, they, they did what they had to do to win the game. I feel like with Jones, 
He's a he's a tricky one. Like with Jones, you're looking at a guy who has managed the game well this year, but can he take over games? Absolutely but, but, not. But it's not about taking over. It's about managing. The Giants don't have a lot of talent. He, I don't. Part to the, I still part don't think. I still don't. I'm still not sold on him <coughs> as a long term option. I'm sorry. I don't I, know you got a lot. Of, I mean, look. I, I think. I he's mean, get what he Jones. Wants. Jones is good, but like, and I think he could potentially maybe be a consistent starter in this. I league. don't know. Look, maybe the quarterback's only as good as who's he throwing to. You know, outside of Slayton, maybe. Who else? Who else can you call? Yeah, off? their receivers. Who receivers you call? Off that these guys awful. are reliable. Their receivers have been. There's awful a lot this of work year. to be done. So let's just enjoy that Galladay contract. I man. would like for the Giants to be paired up against the Vikings in the first week because that'll be fun, and yeah. they'll, they'll probably win that one. Yeah. Okay. Jets and Seahawks. Let's put the Jets to bed. Good night. See Sleep ya. well. Have a good off season. Um, clearly, uh, twenty-three to six isn't a great finish to a pretty much. I mean, it's not over yet. They got one more game left. The question is who starts. Uh, Mike uh, White didn't look great. He threw two picks. Uh, Zach Wilson maybe. Why not just let Joe Flacco do it one more time? Yeah, it's not. Let him retire. It's not going to be either. Dignity. It's not going to be either White or Wilson. It's really, be Flacco? You think it's going to be Flacco? It's going to be Flacco. That'll be Flacco. That's crazy. You're not going to be White. No, it's not going to be Mike White. It'll be Mike White. No, it'll be Mike White. It's not going to be no. Zach Wilson. You've already damaged him. He's gone. No, Zach Wilson. He's done. No, let me tell you something. He's done. He's there. Nope. No one's gonna pay for him. Hang on. Don't start. To, nope. You've you've already. He's your draft pick. He's your first round draft pick. Second pick overall. You can't get rid of him. He's in that rookie contract status. Yeah, you can't but they're not gonna him. tender him the fifth year option. Well, certainly not. not. No, no team wants him. He's there's, there. There's like two more years left of control. They're no not team give, wants him. They're not gonna give him. He's the, gonna be your backup. You go and get another yeah. quarterback, an older yeah. quarterback. Derek Carr is out there. There's a reason why Vegas has not started the last two games yeah. of the season. You get somebody else in. All right, yeah. move on. Steelers and Ravens. We'll just talk about it. Yeah, that was a big win last. That night. was a massive. That was a win. huge win it for was the Steelers. A, it was they a, needed that. It was a big win. There was a couple of fortuitous moments, but you need to have the talent to go in there and take and it. it wasn't and, your boy out and, there. And the Steelers. It wasn't did. your boy out there. Mitch, Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky was, was nowhere was near it. And Kenny Pickett did a good job. And he did a great I, job. I really I like his promise. He I've, did a good I've job liked, of driving I, him down there. I've liked Kenny Pickett's promise for a while now. Najee looks good. Give him a line to run behind, okay. and he'll be even better. They're not the Steelers aren't done yet. They need they need help. Oh, to they get need in. so much. They need to help. Go right. They need the Buffalo the Bulls to beat the Patriots. Yeah, that can happen. They need to beat the Browns in their game, mm-hmm. and I believe they need another team to win outright for them to. I think it's the Dolphins. Yes. Yeah, so the Dolphins yeah. have to lose to the Jets, which I don't think is going to happen. So I think I think the Steelers gonna have a lot to ask for. We'll see. Let's move on. Week eighteen picks. Okay, let's look at the week eighteen picks, shall we? The first one we have is the Titans. Yep. And the, the, Jaguars. the Jaguars. We talked about this already, didn't we? I honestly see I honestly see the Titans going down in a flaming wreck and losing to the Jaguars. Because like we saw what happened last year with the Colts. Yeah. The Colts look sus all year long. Last year, and they put their trust in Carson Wentz, and what happened? They mm-hmm. completely flopped yep. against Jacksonville. Yeah, and Jacksonville's been playing with fire the last couple of weeks. Yes. So I've got I've got the Jags. I got I got the Jags too. Uh, I think that there's a lot of things to be worried about if you're Titans. I don't think Tannehill's playing. I think he's been hurt, so he's out for us. Willis is playing. Yeah, Malik Willis. There's not a lot of there's not there's not much. Willis of a, is a Willis. 
is a massive project. That's why you picked him in the third round. Right. He's not. He's not a guy. He's not no, an instant have, franchise guy very, that can come in right now. I've seen I, him. I don't know. I've yeah. seen him play. He's not very accurate with his passing. He can run. He's mobile, but his his, his well, decision is still up. In this the is end. why he fell to the third round. Yeah. So there were some people who, who thought he was a first round pick coming out of Liberty. No, he was a third round talent. At the lowest, maybe a fourth. The dude wasn't that. It wasn't all that. Okay. And I think he needs a lot of development to be a good quarterback in this league. Okay. The yep. next one is the Packers will be hosting the Lions. This is pretty much the Packers win. This is do or Another die. team that I yep. thought was buried. If they win, they're in because apparently they're yep. playing a conference rival, and that be the, that would be the Lions. Yep. I don't give the Lions much hope in this game. I think not in Lambeau. Uh, For yeah. Ford Field, yeah, but not in Lambeau. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one for Detroit. I think the Packers get this um, one. I think the if the think, Packers win, they I have think, a chance. They pretty much are. I think to get I in. think the misery stays with Detroit, and the Packers pull out a random uh, playoff appearance when it'll just do nothing but delude them into thinking they're closer <laughs> to being Super Bowl contenders than they are. Mm-hmm. And okay, yeah, they'll get it. All they'll right, win. the next game to look at is the Dolphins and the Jets. We talked about this already. The Steelers need the Jets to win. That's the, not going to well, happen. Well, the Dolphins got very the lucky. The Dolphins are in Dol- trouble, too. The Dolphins got very lucky today uh, via the officials. They got very lucky. Um, in the, the, Dolphins, the Dolphins lost their game. Yeah, but they, they, they stayed in that game somehow. They did. But they stayed in I mean, that game. It's hard. Look, I, I, unless you have two out there, I don't. I don't think. I don't think the Dolphins have a chance. I don't know if they're going to rush. And them also, out there, stop. But they need him out there. Also, stop not recognizing when this dude gets concussed. McDaniel and Co. Stop it, okay. like because it happened in their game again in one in their game against Green Bay. Yeah, this is a trend now. Yeah. So, so um, Dolphins and Jets. I think the Jets are broken at this point. Oh, be but dumb. I think they could play spoiler, but. The Dolphins just have that talent, and I think they'll win. Bills and Patriots, I think the Bills have this one. Bills have this one. There is some stuff surrounding them. We will discuss yeah, that later, later on. on. But the Bills, but, I think, got this one. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, moving on. Should oh. the Yankees' facial hair policy still be a thing? So there is a facial hair policy. I thought the raise this because I think it's kind of ridiculous. I, I think it's, it's been out there for a long time. I'm going to look for the link because it talks about... Well, it might, it's been on forever. It's, a, it, it's there. It, there is a facial hair policy in the Yankees. This happened in the 1970s, by the way. Um, this happened when George Steinbrenner was the... The late George Steinbrenner was the old, was the sort of owner. He wanted clean cut. Uh, at the time, it was the 70s, so a lot yep. of those players had, um, you know, sideburns, long hair, mu- you know, you know <laughs> beards, mustaches. They didn't want that. So Even with their captain, Don Mattingly... He had to cut his his mullet. He had to cut, well, he had to cut his beard. He didn't and cut the his, mullet. He didn't, he didn't cut his mustache. No, the mullet went. The, mustache. the mullet went as well. So the mullet went as well. I don't know. It sounds weird, but since 1975, <laughs> they've maintained this appearance policy, which well, is it's such strange. A, it's such an arbitrary rule. Like, get rid of it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, what team? What? Like, seriously, it's such a. I, I, I'll always scream and moan about the unwritten rules and why they're so stupid. This is another unwritten rule that's so dumb and that needs to get rid of it. Like when, like if you think about when young people hear about baseball, like, and I've been yelling and screaming about this for a while now. There, why, why are we not talking about the young stars? We're talking about talking about. Oh, Harrison Bader had to get rid of his 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 mullet. 
Hmm. He had to get rid of his locks because he joined the Yankees. No, no this is the, I suppose this is the thing that has been around. Again, it was been around since the 70s with George Steinbrenner. But like I said, it, it's probably one of tradition now because, you know, George, late George Steinbrenner, a.k.a. known as the boss, this was the policy. This was about the Yankees setting themselves apart from other teams. And look, they are pretty much in a lot of ways set themselves apart. I mean, if you look at it appearance-wise, they're the only team in baseball that doesn't have their players' names on the backs of the jerseys. It's like that old school policy. I don't know. I'm I'm with you. I think yeah. that things can change. Who cares if a player wants to grow his hair out or grow his beard down to his knees? If he's still hitting home runs and still performing and your team wins World Series, what does it really matter? So yeah. it's a bit strange. It doesn't make any sort happens. of sense. If you're going to be a big market team, you may as well let your players do do what their they thing, want when you know? they want it. I mean, like, it was it was it was in the seventies. The A's were the opposite. The three-time World Series champions had long oh, yeah, hair well, and mustache. They didn't care. Look at rolly fingers, right? A little twirly beautiful mustache. mustache. Yeah, beautiful. I don't know, beautiful. It's quite yep. creepy. Uh, bit barbershop quartet. Anyway, whatever. Move on. Uh, any takers for Trevor Bauer? So uh, he's there. So you he want been, him? He's been reinstated. Dodgers don't by want MLB, but Dodgers uh, don't want him. It is expected that the Dodgers will be releasing. Right, we're going to take get rid of this. They they it is expected they will be releasing him from that big contract because of the sexual assault allegations that have been levied at three hundred twenty seven days away. now. Three hundred twenty seven yep. days away from baseball. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's. I mean, there might be takers. I think there's still takers because he's talented and talent. You know, overshadows well, everything. Well, it's just about what happens with his um. With his uh, criminal investigation, yeah, yeah. yeah. so which is still ongoing, by the way. Hmm. So I don't think any teams will want to be touching that real quick because a PR department will will tell them, "Hey, you look at this; it's not a great look either way. If this dude gets it gets um, cleared or whatnot, it's not a good look either way." Yeah. So I don't really think there's going to be any takers for Trevor Bauer. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's an interesting little and he's situation. also he's also been very outspoken about um, his in his um, about pleading his innocence. So, and the dude is very outspoken in general. So, well, it hasn't stopped him from getting yeah pitching on other teams. Yeah, I mean, his outspoken nature, his quirkiness, whatever you want to call it, hasn't stopped him from getting contracts. Hasn't stopped him from pitching. So, I, I don't know if that's. I mean, the Dodgers will pull away from that because it's a PR situation. And maybe he doesn't pitch this season. Maybe, well, regardless, maybe no team is prepared to well, do that Well, regardless, right they're going to have to owe him money. According to Bob Nightingale, if the Dodgers release him, have to, they have to pay up $23 million when they release him. That's a drop in the bucket for yeah. them. I mean, that, that, you know, that, that's the whole Pirates payroll, isn't it? Yeah. So they, uh, you know, that's well, different. Yeah. Well, most of their payroll. That's a good chunk, <coughs> that's a right. good chunk of the Pirates payroll. All right, payroll. next question. Moving on. Uh, moving on. We have. Uh, could there be any health concerns for the Mets in regards to Carlos Correa? Uh, yeah. Why do yes. you say Correa? Correa. Well, that's Correa. The, that's the, Correa. That, that's, I say Correa. 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 That's the. That's Correa. The, that's Correa. The, rolling off your Correa. That's the pronunciation, no? Correa. <laughs> anyway, Correa. So he had a so Correa. he had an injury uh, back in the day in the minors where or in a World Baseball game uh-huh. where he. Fractured his his tibia yes. and had to get that that uh, surgically repaired, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and now it's just come up now with uh-huh. in both these physicals. Yes. Yeah, of course there's health concerns. Well, I, 
again, if it was obviously that's why the Giants backed off. It's yep. not really a hundred percent sold that the Mets have actually signed Correa. Correa yeah. oh, sorry, Correa. Uh, it's not actually been. There's no press conferences happened. Mm-hmm. Alex Correa hasn't fronted the media saying Carlos, on his, Carlos Correa has yeah. fronted the media wearing a jersey and a hat. So. I guess it's a little bit limbo right now. We don't know whether or not well, the Mets of course are going to push ahead. Well, with the it or Mets, not. Mets want to do their due diligence. They don't want to give uh, what 30, 30 something million a year to a guy that well, that that isn't right. isn't healthy. Right. Well, I mean, case in point, Yohannes uh, Cespedes. Yeah. I mean, look what happened there. Oh yeah. I mean, it just now well, that that was zany. That happened later after the after yeah, they but, gave him all yeah, the money. Yeah, they gave him all the money and then what happened? So, I mean, yeah. anything, look, anything's Well, possible. this happened before, so this is preemptive. Yeah. So, you could, you couldn't predict the the Yohannes Cespedes stuff. You no, certainly couldn't predict not. him being attacked by a wild boar on his ranch right before he was supposed to start playing again. Yeah, well, that 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 seems like coincidental, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm going to play just Ooh, the, wild boar. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, next question. This is a hockey one. How long for Alex Ovechkin to surpass Gretzky? How many well, seasons do you think? He's around 90 How old something. is Alex Ovechkin, by the way? He's late 30s, around that. Okay, so he's got how many goals right now? Look he's got 800, 802. 802? 802? Okay, so he needs 95, 96 to pass Gretzky, right? Yes. Right, so 96 goals. Ovechkin's 37. So he's 37 years old. Okay, so yep. 90, 97 goals. Yep. Uh, 96 goals, sorry, to be 898. So that would be divided by four. He has four. 802 career goals so right now. So I'm trying to do the math. He'd have to pretty much have 20-something goals a season. Yeah. Is that possible? I think I think it to could be, but him. he scores a lot more than 20 a season. He scores a lot more than 20 a season. So mm-hmm. I think there's a legit possibility that he could surpass Gretzky soon. But I want to make it very clear. If WHA stats were counted, Gordy Howe would absolutely obliterate every stat in the in the book. Every okay. single one. Yeah. And I know Gretzky's the GOAT. He's the great one. That's not deniable. But Gordy Howe would obliterate every single one. But because the NHL are petty about the WHA and how that went down back in the day... They don't want to count those. So stats. if he were to have next four seasons, twenty-four goals per season, next four season, he would surpass Wayne Gretzky at the age of forty. Yeah, right. And if I think he, it's if he stays healthy, Ovechkin is still playing playing at an elite level. If he stays healthy, he's still that guy. He's yeah. thirty-seven and still playing in the elite. Thirty-seven, forty-one. Level. Sorry, so yes, yeah. four. So seasons. I think it. I, there's a possibility. There's definitely a huge possibility that he slows down in the next coming years. Yeah. But if he has a Ridiculous goal scoring season where he puts up fifty, which is legitimately possible because uh-huh. Matthews put up sixty last year. Okay, so um, and he's nowhere near. He's no best kid. He hasn't yeah. played as long. Yeah, so that doesn't. Really, that's like you know, that's something that happens over Austin Matthews. Is like, oh wow, it's like yeah. okay, as opposed to Alex Ovechkin, it's like, well, that's that's, that's well, what you expect. Well, because it's Ovi, right? It's the it's the king. He's but could the could the record stay? Who knows? I mean, no, no, no. So, certain records. There's funny thing about sports, right? Certain records just stay. Yeah, Joe DiMaggio's fifty-game win hitting streak. Yeah, no one's the people have gotten close. The closest was Paul Molitor. He hit about thirty-something games, but then fell apart. Yeah, so there's certain certain things, certain records may never get reached. Yeah, so that that that's a record. That and no one's and the only person that's gotten close to recording uh, six uh, one one two one two hundred and fifty OPS seasons in baseball. To Babe Ruth was Barry Bonds, yeah, oh. and even that has a little bit of a thing around Asterisk. it because of Barry Bonds's uh, 
PEDs. Okay. Alleged. So, all right. So we yeah. got some happy birthdays. Happy belated birthday, Ken McHale, 65 years old. One, one of, of the great Celtics teams of the 80s. Yep. You know, Mr. Low Post himself. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Had, oh, yeah. That was his specialty. The old dip and dive, the old, you know, under and over. Well, he was yeah. the prototypical power forward yes, in those days. That was him and part of the great, you know, rivalries in the 80s with the Lakers and the Celtics. Uh, you know, just a gr- just a you know, great career being yep. playing alongside of uh, Larry Bird. So happy birthday to Kevin yep. McHale! Uh, happy birthday, Mo Vaughn, fifty-five Vaughn. years old. That's so, a that's a blast from the past. Mo, of course, first baseman with the uh, Boston Red Sox for many years. Had a couple seasons with the Mets. Yeah, so so uh, did play also with the Angels. I think injuries kind of slowed him down, uh, but yeah, he had a pretty decent career. Uh, retirement time. J.J. Watt announces his retirement yep. at the end of this season. So it's one game left. One and of the great done. edge rushers of the 2010s, unfortunately, was stuck on the horrible Texans for basically all of his career. Well, the Texans at one point were pretty good. They weren't that horrible for many years. Yeah, but they... they and he got st- injured a lot of the years that he yeah. was, that they were good. But they were, stuck, they were stuck with horrible coaching in the form of Bill O'Brien. Ah, come on. Besides that. I mean, injuries slowed him down. It's probably his most... Productive year was a year he decided to retire this year. Yeah. So it was most productive. So happy retirement. Yes. And the passage, of course, of the great Pelé. One uh, of the, well, truly yeah. a top five play, player in football, five, hi- football top, history top three, of all time. Top, top three. Uh, some people say the best of the all best, time. The king. The king. The king. Three World Cups. Over a thousand goals, which is a bit iffy because he played in a lot of friendlies and friendly goals don't really count. Mm-hmm. So his actual tally is estimated to be around 770-something, which is still amazingly impressive. Uh, two Copa Libertadores, which is basically the South American equivalent of the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Two Intercontinental Cups. One Intercontinental Super Cups. The just amazingly talented. The first... Footballing superstar, the first one. The well, more first of an ambassador two. too, because I my yeah. my probably memories of Pele was in the seventies when I was a kid. The Cosmos with the Cosmos, yeah, with the New York Cosmos. Well, this was like the first iteration of what you'd call MLS then. Well, and, in yeah, that league, so. you also had guys like George Best and yeah. Franz Beckenbauer. But you knew. Pele, yeah. Pele was well, that was more of a novelty. That was more of a yeah. novelty, less competitive. But well, they he, paid him. They, they paid, paid him a lot to come over. So you yeah. know, definitely look. You know, there's you know, spent most of his career with Santos uh-huh. in Brazil, and went and then it was funeral proceedings. Never, today at Santos. never, never got to Europe. No, um, and that was due to some things. Santos didn't want to let him go, and yep. for very good reason. Yep. was offered. Um, in his autobiography, he said in in 1963. Juventus offered him $1 million, which was, like, ridiculous at the time, to play for Juventus. Imagine Pele on Juventus. Hmm. That would have been ridiculous. Yeah. But we'll never get that. We'll never get that, we'll, but it was... We've never gotten that, but time to move on. one of the greatest of all time. Yep. He's, sta- he's looking down, yep. and he's happy up there with his three right. World And Cups. finally, a moment, thoughts for, and prayers for DeMar Hamlin. So, uh, this is probably one of the most tragic events we've seen so far. Uh, this year, um, it's the start of the year. This is huge. So today, Bills Bengals, a just a tragic hit, um, an interception by Demar Hamlin. Uh, T Higgins puts a hit on him, a clean hit, clean hit, but um, he collapses mm-hmm. and has a cardiac arrest. Yeah, and 
Oh, he's in a like critical eight. condition. So well, no, they had to well, revive the updates, him. The updates, thankfully, his according to his friend Jordan Rooney, uh, his vitals are back to normal, and they have to put him to sleep through a breathing tube down his throat. Wow. They are currently running tests. Okay. And that was at 2.31 our time. Okay. 2.31 p.m. our time. Okay. So, so currently, we, we don't have any more information. Yes. So that was nine hours ago. So, yeah. um, and I have a little bit to say about the reactions that have been put forward, and I'll try to be as calm as Just possible. Just be as brief. And so, uh, take it down. Some enough. people have been saying so. As subsequently, the game was postponed. Of course. And the reactions have been very just, just asinine, in my mm-hmm. opinion. First of all, the very credible Skip Bayless said that. Um, was criticizing the NFL for um, for postponing the game, and he said, "Oh, everyone misunderstood my tweet. No, we understood it very clearly, sir. You've done this before. You did it with Dak Prescott when you said when you criticized him for speaking out against mental health. Okay, because he's the Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback. <laughs> okay. You can't weasel your way out of this one, sir. All right, so- life is in danger. Football is." takes a backward step in this situation. Okay, so understood. But let's also remember, I don't remember Skip Bayless suiting up for anybody. Oh, yeah. Okay, he's never played football but that's But that's besides so that, the point. But that, the point of the matter is he's a provocateur. No, it, that's, it's, not, that's even, what it's him, not even about Skip no, Bayless it's about, No, but it's about, it's about is, him and, you know, inciting something but that this didn't is, make sense. Look, this isn't it's even not about, about Skip understood. Bayless at this point in time. This is about DeMar Hamlin. This is a rookie. Understood. This is a 21-year-old man. 24. 24-year-old man who's going through a scary situation. It was scary for everybody. It wasn't just everybody on the field. There's no way the game could continue. A really horrid situation. A really, really horrid situation that was a complete accident. It came out of nowhere. Things like this happen, and it just puts perspective in it. Let's wrap up the show. Um, and that is it for our show. If you're coming from TikTok, welcome. Well, we do this thing every one, once a week. The inbox is there. The email is there. We got no questions. Where are they at? I don't know ask, where they're at. Ask, ask your, a question. We'll answer ask it. Ask them. Anyone, any question you have, it's right there. Well, any the sports-related dis- question. Yeah. No, ask a any, any questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But any our email is? And our email is junior, senior, two views, all lowercase, at gmail.com. Again, that's junior, senior, two views, all lowercase, at gmail.com. It'll be in the description of this podcast. And yeah, we will see you next week where we will have a clearer playoffs. Pi- clearer picture of playoffs. the playoffs. Playoffs? A clearer picture. Very of the, clear. A clearer picture of the playoffs. More NHL news. Yes. We'll have that coming your way. NBA, we didn't cover that today. Eh. We'll be covering that next week. Yeah. Things will start to open up, and we're heading into January football. Don't get eliminated, guys. See you next week. Bye.